I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. I hope you are enjoying these programs. Uh, they are being played on this station because I want to help you enrich your life. We are currently playing on the Word SPC 88.3 FM in Nassau, Bahamas. Also on WGOD in the U.S. Virgin Islands, in the Belize Adventist Station in Belize, and also in the Cayman Islands radio station, and in England, and also on Spotify. Now, if you would like to reach me, you can text me at 242-477-4002. This program today is part two on the topic gender equality. Last session, I spoke about the importance of loving and what it means, and men to truly love their wives, and if they do, they will treat them like they treat themselves. Therefore, we will truly have gender equality. Okay, so let me continue today. Uh, men, my appeal to you is to understand the, what it means to have gender equality. It is very important. I have seen videotapes and social media clips of people don't even have an idea what it's all about. It is my view that gender equality is a creation design and a post-Calvary mandate, meaning after Jesus died and resurrected even more so. The concept and the practice and belief of gender equality is even stronger and continues. If you are continued to, to support the downward trend in our society, where women and children are continuing to be degraded, you're not following the biblical mandate to love everyone equally. Men, I request of you to start thinking of women as your other self, your alter ego. Would you hurt yourself? Think about it. Remember I said gender equality is a creation design, that's how God created us, and a post-Calvary mandate. This means that equality of the genders is how God intended it to be from the beginning of time. However, sin brought on confusion by creating a struggle for power between the genders. This struggle destroyed the true meaning and the true image of God. Hierarchy displaced partnership and companionship. Then Jesus came to redeem humans, to restore in humans, through his sacrifice, the image of God. That is to remind us that he created everyone to have equal power, equal voice, vote, access, and opportunity in the home in the church, and in the community, and in the workplace. Galatians 3.28 bring this out very clearly. It says, There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. Very interesting, isn't it? Especially those of us who claim to be readers of the Holy Scriptures. For the secular-minded individuals, skeptics, atheists, and those of other religions who might be listening today, it is fair to say that gender equality does not lose its meaning or purpose outside of Christianity. 
Gender equality is fairness, justice, mercy, and the innate drive to retreat each other, regardless of gender, as companions and not competitors. It is male and female receiving equal treatment, with the avoidance of any coloring and discrimination just based on gender. For thousands of years, too many societies have been built on gender-competitive model or gender-superiority model of governance, where men have greater power, voice and access, and opportunity. Thus women had to push and push through the thick walls of misconception, tradition, discrimination, injustice, unfairness, rape, violence, just to be heard and to be treated fairly. In 1998, way back then, I wrote these words. It is noted that on July 19, 1848, a political and social movement was born in the United States of America. 300 persons, including 40 men, travel by horse-drawn wagons and by foot from up to 50 miles away to Seneca Falls, New York, to protest the legal bondage of American women and to demand full equality. It was the first woman's right convention to demand greater civil liberties for women, including the right to vote and to get an education. They came together to rewrite the United States Constitution and to sign the Declaration of Sentiments, which proclaimed that all men and women were created equal. During this occasion, the Declaration of Sentiments presented a list of evils against women. It is, the history of mankind is a history and the usurpations on the part of men toward women, having indirect object the establishment and or of an absolute tyranny over her. To prove this, let's facts be submitted to a candid world. End of quote. At that time, the leaders and of the movement made it very clear that it was not the intention of the movement to take over power from men. That would be equally equal evil, but to be able to sit at the tables of decision-making with them. They wanted to share power with them. The women believed, and rightly so, that they should be free to make their own decisions, get an education, own property, join in governing, and give equal opportunity for leading positions in the society and the church. It is simply equal voice, equal vote, equal power, equal access, equal opportunity, and equal protection under the law. Some people confuse gender equality with tasks and roles. They fear that the implementation of gender equality policy in one's country because they believe it will put women above men or it will give women opportunities and voice where some say they should not have it. <laughs> Kindly remember, listeners, gender equality is providing a legal framework for a level playing field between the genders. That is, so anyone, regardless of gender, can decide what he or she wants to do where to work, what to study in college, or when to have children, etc. 
It is also about discouraging one gender from hurting the other simply because he or she is a diminishing view of the other gender. It is eliminating gender-specific violence of all kinds. Note carefully that gender equality policy gives public freedom to the male or the female to be a safe at-home parent, to have equal access to job, education, and equal pay, and not to be raped, killed, or abused just because you are of a certain gender. Gender discrimination has been painfully too high. Unfortunately, some of the greatest proponents of gender discrimination, yes, are women themselves. They may not realize it, but it is true. Far too many women are still teaching their daughters to be dependent on a man and how to be subservient instead of an equal partner. Recently, a teenager told me that she is looking forward to being a wife, and I asked her, what was her understanding of being a wife? She said, one who cooks, have children, takes care of the house, wash clothes, etc. Is that really the meaning of a wife? That sounds more like the meaning of a paid servant. Interestingly, she also said that the wife listens to her husband, who has the last say, and serves him, because he is the head of the house. It is sad that this modern era, far too many are still being taught that there is inferiority of the genders. Well, I believe in gender equality, and I believe every Christian should believe in gender equality. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.